1: Think Radio. This is Fix It One Hundred and One, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions Six Hundred One and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. It's time to go back to basics on today's show and address some of those little fixes you can do before the holidays. You have some uh, cabinets that won't shut. Are your screens on your doors or windows ripped or rusty? Your gutters turn into waterfalls when it rains. Or maybe the finish has faded from your fence. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is FixIt 101 from MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein with uh, Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks also. I think he might be stuck stuck in traffic at this moment. It's time to go back to basics on today's show and address some of those little fixes you can uh, do before the holidays. Do you have some cabinets that just won't shut? Uh, Or maybe they just open by themselves. Spooky. Are your screens on your doors or windows ripped or rusty? Do your gutters turn into waterfalls when it rains? Maybe the uh, finish has faded from your fence. What was that? Oh, that's the heater back here. Yeah, it's a little chilly in here this morning. So share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at org. How's it going this morning, Dell? Oh, great, man. What are you working on?
2: Well, uh, finishing up a few things and uh, opening up for a few um, nicks and hacks for the holidays. Pretty much... Uh, Completed um, my, um, room addition and oh cool, got everybody moved in there. Um, we've uh, detailed out a little bathroom. We uh, retrofitted one, and um, had some rotten floors. Had to, uh, just gutted all out. Oh man, that sounds and, big. Uh, yeah, it was. We we gave them a total makeover. It was no way to um, take the floor out from under the tub without, without moving the tub. Right, right.
1: Well, so, I um was able to. I, had, I replaced this weekend. I replaced three doors. Oh, wow. Interior doors in my house. But it was not where, you know, you buy the frame and everything else. These were – I literally bought new doors mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, put the hinges on them, uh, put the new doorknobs on, and, and put those in. But the old doors had been around – these doors had been there since probably – 1989. Oh, yeah. And they were the flat sort of doors. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? You put the panels on? Yeah. I put the panels oh, on. Oh, wow. And uh, really nice looking. But it was a, it's not an expensive thing to do. It does take time. Um, yes. Uh, but it really makes a complete difference in the look of the home. Did you uh, go as far as to change the doorknobs, too? I changed the doorknobs, of course. It's like, well, if you're going to go that yeah. far, if you're going to bother with that, you know. I, I, I'd never been a big fan of those doorknobs, so I changed out all the doorknobs at the same time. And uh, But it was a good weekend project, but it made our, especially our downstairs area, uh, just look better. New yeah, doors. Modernized. Yeah. Yeah. It looks the six
2: nice. panels are very good. Did you paint them?
1: Or you left them... Um, rough finish well i'm, I'm gonna paint them okay. I, I i put them on the house i've yet to paint them so okay i the project I'll, yeah i'll get to yeah that'll be something to do this weekend paint the doors all right here we go number calls 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or you can uh Send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This morning, we're kind of talking about the little stuff, the the little fixes that are around the house. You know, sometimes we talk about air conditioning and flooring and appliances and, and ceilings and all this other stuff, and we get pretty deep into it. But a lot of times, somebody just wants to know, hey... I knocked a hole in the wall with the doorknob. How do I mm-hmm. fix that? So that's the kind of stuff we're doing this morning. You got a leaky faucet. We got a, you know a wobbly ceiling fan. You got a, whatever you have going on. We're 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 wanting to talk about that this morning. Eight seven seven M P B. Ring. One of the questions Jonas uh, came up with for me, I love this, one of the most problematic rooms in the house is the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is that's where the moisture is in the house. That's where most of the water is in the house. And what can be done about moldy caulk around the tub and shower? And and, and I'm not talking about a refit, uh, you know, the whole big thing. What can I do before uh, the holidays when people are visiting to get rid of what looks like moldy caulk? In the bathroom, in the shower especially, and uh, I will say that if you go to a hardware store, they will actually sell a kit, and this kit is for it, it makes it a little easier to get the old caulk off of uh, corners. You know what I'm the saying? Caulk removing kit. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's more like of a, a scraper. hook knife. But it's plastic. Well, it's it's plastic, but it, it's it's in a ninety degree angle, mm-hmm. and it cuts. Basically uh, helps you cut that old caulk out. Yes. Uh, now, once you get a good, thing, and Dell knows this. Once you get a little bit going, if it's not too dried up, oh, it you should be able right to just out. pull right out. However, if it's dried up and, and in bad shape, it might uh, crumble out. You know, there you might need a three and one to go with that. Right. A little and elbow grease. Right. Right. So, and uh, but you can buy that little kit. And honestly, the little kit, if if that's not your bag, uh, you know, I've used just a a. a uh, we call it a box cutter before, you know, yeah. a, you know, what, but, but be careful not to damage nothing or cut yourself if you're using that uh, sharp knife. Right. And, but and you can pull that off. And if you go to your hardware store, one of the cheapest ways to make a room look great mm-hmm. is caulk. Uh, and caulk is very inexpensive. You know, uh, you, you pay, you know, for the premium stuff is about six bucks a tube. You know, it's it's not, you know, it's not that uh, they, expensive. They go pretty far, too. So one tube, uh um, pretty much do a bathroom uh, shower kit. So. Right. And there is a uh, uh, what they call a caulk gun. Don't be uh, intimidated. This gun is only about it's like two dollars to buy. You know, they, 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 they have them in bulk right next to the caulk. And, and what you do is you buy this little gun, and it's got a little squeeze trigger on it, you know. And you squeeze the trigger. You put the caulk inside the caulk gun. You, uh, after you cut the tip off, you squeeze the trigger on it, and the caulk comes out. And the old tried-and-true method for this is to use the greatest tool you were ever given uh, is your index finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes a great-looking caulk line.
2: What do you think? I, I would say um caulk really is like the pinstripes on the suit. It it really brings out the uh, the, the the room and character all around. Okay. So um, if you got those moldy um, mildew um caulk, I mean you could uh try to clean it but it usually comes back. Um like Jason say the best thing to do is just take it out and uh-huh. put a new um bead of silicone caulk in there. Right. Um
1: and, and it looks nice. And always uh, one of the things to remember is is uh, if you can find another house another portion of your house maybe an outside building or something like that where you can try it out if you've never done it before try it out put a little put a little caulk on the inside of an of a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. and, and and give it a try it, it takes a, a couple of times to try to get it right but uh, y- you might not want to practice on, on the finished product, like the tub or the basin, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you want to practice somewhere else and then go and try to do it. And you can make it look very nice. For literally under $10, you can change the look of your bathroom. Yeah. And they do sell that little caulk. Um, it's a little tool for caulking. It it's almost a, like a little putty knife. Yeah. You know, a little
2: plastic putty knife thing. Yeah, they they are really uh, yeah. cost inefficient too. just right. wipe that off. And
1: then you're going to need some uh, wipe. Uh, cloth, tool to wipe up. Yeah, and it's best to use a wet uh, wiping cloth if you can. All right, let's go to Donna on uh, line one. What's going on, Donna?
3: Hi. Hi. I, uh, a, a, about a year ago, I had to have my basement, the door between going out of my basement, uh, re- replaced. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to paint it. And I got busy, and I forgot all about it, mm-hmm. and now the basement will not close. I'm assuming it has swollen some. Can yes. you tell me what needs to be done to fix that?
1: Well, um, and, and I'll, I'll go before Dell, but I can say that uh, if, if the door is already swollen, uh, you can shave it or sand it a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, to get it to go ahead and close. But the the trick is you're going to need to sand it a a fair enough amount so that, or shave it a good enough amount so that uh, you can put some paint on it. And the reason why that door uh, swelled up like it did is that it didn't have paint on it. Moisture got to it. But you can't just paint the portion of a door that you can see. All of the edges also take moisture and right. and they pull that in, so you have to pretty much paint everything on a door. Yeah. Um,
3: this is a metal door, so I'm assuming it's the edges that are wood. Yes. Is that right?
1: Yes, even on a metal door, the edges are wood and can be sanded. I did this this weekend when I when I uh, put in the interior doors. Uh-huh. One of the doors was a little sticky, so I got I have a, a little palm sander, little hand sander. Yes. Um, you know that you plug in, yes, and put that on there with some 100 grit uh, sandpaper, and it'll take that that little chunk of wood on the end there down pretty pretty quick and fairly smooth. Okay. It'll look nice, okay. Uh But you should be able to close it. Dell, do you have a better solution? That's about the only thing she could do. If it's no room um, for play there,
2: you're gonna have to uh, shave it, sand it, or um. Yeah,
1: that's the only way. That's yeah. the only way. And your trick is your trick is, is to, when you go to close the door, see, try to find the place where it's sticking the most, like at the top or the bottom or, okay. you, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. and go after that spot more.
3: Okay. I will do that. So this is something that I should be able to do myself?
1: Yes, ma'am. If you have the proper tools, okay. uh, uh, you can do that, yes.
3: Okay, great. Could I ask one more question? Sure. I have a deck.
1: Uh-huh. It's
3: about 15 years old. And there's several uh, uh, boards in the floor that are, uh, like, curling and popping Mm -hmm. up. And this deck is a constant, you know, it's constant maintenance. And I have been contemplating the possibility of replacing all of the wood with uh, one of these new uh, materials that are supposed to be Mm maintenance-free. What are the Mm -hmm. pros and cons of a maintenance-free? of that maintenance-free
1: uh, decking. The materials cost a little bit more than wood. Right. Um, and, uh, Adele, am I, am I off base there? Well, that's the only difference. Um, it costs a little bit more, but um,
2: over the years it's worth it because you don't have to uh, maintenance as much. You don't have to um, mm-hmm. keep uh, adding the color They're Pretty much uh, they have some now It's solid all the way through, so if you... Um, scarred at anything, it still would be the same color, and they have uh-huh. different textures. It's it's just a wonderful product. It's a good way it to go. break down it in uh,
3: sunlight. The UV doesn't make it brittle and break and all that kind of thing?
2: No. Like I say, it's an outside material built to last, um, you know, like at least 60 years. But now uh-huh. in some high areas where um, the, the sun hits a lot, it can have a little fade, but there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with adding some color to it if you wanted to. You know, they have different paints that right. are on to it. But it's a
1: lifetime product. Great. Thank you,
3: gentlemen, very much.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. You know, We're going to take a real quick uh, break. We'll continue our discussion. Listeners, what are the little fixes around your home that you want to get done before the holidays? Spruce up the house a little bit and also make it safer. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
4: seeks an experienced multimedia journalist to produce NPR-style news stories and features on issues of local and regional interest. And be comfortable and competent with social media and reporting on multiple platforms. More information at mpbonline.org more slash careers.
1: I'm Jeremy Hobson. As a candidate, Donald Trump called out Ford for moving manufacturing jobs to Mexico. Ford's building, I told you, Ford's building a plant in Mexico.
2: Okay.
4: What good does that do? What good does it do?
1: They're hiring thousands of people. All Mexican. We'll speak with Ford CEO Mark Fields
0: about that, driverless cars, and more. That's next time on Here and Now. Today at noon on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions, and Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out today. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, we're just kind of talking about the little things this morning. What you have going on? What's you know? What's the issue? Uh, around your home, it doesn't matter how small the the issue is. But John is on the line in Bentonia, and he wanted to make a comment about caulk. We were talking about that a little bit earlier and how much of a difference that can make. Hey, John, are you with us? Yes. So what were you going to say about caulk?
5: Um, You know, the biggest problem with caulking, especially silicone, is, you know, using your fingers, like you said, it's the best tool in the world. But, you know, as soon as you touch it, you've got a mess. Oh like, yes, oh, you yeah. got to do something with that caulk, and mm-hmm. you'll you'll quickly run out of cloth rags, and they really don't work <laughs> that well. What works the best is is plastic grocery store bags. Really? Yeah, and just keep a—I call it the ubiquitous bag of bags. Just keep you know right. save those suckers, and and just have about twice as many as you think you're going to need, which is in the number of tens. Uh huh. <laughs> In a in a little bag on your ladder or wherever you're caulking, Uh and just pull them out and and that'll that'll clean that right off your finger.
1: That's a great idea.
5: Throw it on the ground and get rid of it. Don't try to overuse
1: cleaning it or washing it or anything. Yeah, that's a really great idea. I know in my house we have. you know, people say don't throw away Walmart bags. Don't you worry. we got like nine extra uses for those things in my house. That's, that's a great that, new one. I like that.
6: thousand uses.
5: The, the bag of bags is what I call it.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that, John. That's a great tip. So, uh, clean up. Yeah. Dell. we were talking about uh, during the break, we were talking about uh, during going into holidays. Uh, we did a little uh, party at my house a while back, and I was decorating. And last year, my wife had bought... The string of LED like Christmas lights, mm-hmm. right? Uh, instead of like the regular Christmas lights. Oh my gosh, that changed the world. Putting out LED lights. First of all, all of them work every time. Okay, a, 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 you know what I'm saying? I mean, and and I remember I dropped the string of bulbs. I dropped them like from the ladder, you oh know. So gosh. I was like seven feet off the ground. And I plugged it in, and everything worked. Steel worked. Because it's not about uh, a filament inside the bulb that is going to break. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it just works. It's a fantastic way to go, and it's more energy efficient. So if you go, uh, say, holiday light shopping this year, uh, they're, they're a little bit more expensive than the older incandescent bulbs. But I can tell you, we would go through I don't know how many of those strands per year. Might as well just get some new ones every yeah. year. It may as well, yeah. So and and that's the case. So half we decided, of them working, half not. Right. Yeah. So we decided that we were going to go with LED, and all of the bulbs work. So that that's that's a. Uh, uh, a, a tip there for you that came straight out of my house. That, I, <laughs> that was a really cool thing. We mentioned also during the break about the, I, I talked about the doors that I had put on this weekend, the interior doors of my house. Mm-hmm. I had to shave every single one of those doors. And the reason being was that each of those door frames has been painted so many times that that uh, they were it was it made the doors too big. You know what I'm saying? It didn't didn't quite fit, so I had to shave each one of these doors or at least sand them down a little bit so that they would fit inside their respective holes. Um, that's something to look forward to. If you've got an older house that's been painted many times, um, that paint will build up over time and, and make that uh,
2: much thicker. And, and the new doors might not be the same size, even though they
1: say um, this is a thirty inch or twenty eight. Oh no, we went through that. I had had this little closet door that's twenty four inches, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the the twenty four inches at the store and the twenty four inch door that was on there it was completely different. Yeah, <laughs> completely different. So anyway, all right, we've got a uh, Larry on the line, and Hazel Hurst has got a question about decking. What's going on, Larry? Larry, you with us? Oh, I, I thought I did press the button. That was a very filter thing for me to do. Sorry. Larry, are you with us? Yes, I am. So what's going on, man? I built a
7: 10 by 10 uh, deck onto my little workshop barn here uh, this summer. Yes, sir. And uh, I uh, used some uh, two, 4 by 10 beams out of an old barn for my floor joists. that I was a 4x4. Four uh-huh. But anyhow, one of them had been exposed to the weather, only at the end of it, and it was rotted out pretty good. Right. It was plenty, plenty long, 10 feet long. So I uh, put my decking on it, and I saw at uh, the lumber company something I'd never seen before a coating that uh, is non slip. I'm not sure, I think it's rust only, but it's 85 dollars for a five gallon. Uh-huh. You put one coat on as the primer, and put another coat on as the finish, and it's non slip. Uh, and it says that, uh, you know, that it'll stop the uh, grain from coming up from the sun. It'll, it'll keep the, uh, the grain flat, and it'll protect it from rot. Uh, it, it was uh, just wonderful.
6: Wow. I covered
7: all sides of the floor. You know, I had those old little concrete blocks. Uh-huh. But uh, I covered the end, every side of it so that any moisture would be uh, sealed out. I'm not sure now. I'm 80 years old. I don't know if it was the rust but it was a big thing i have never seen or heard of it. It was on display. You can get it in any
1: kind of color you want. Wow, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Did the, did you roll it on? Yes, yes, yes. No,
7: no, no, no. no. no you could have it uh, because there's gap between. I left a six about a 16 inch gap between each board. I just I just used a big brush. Oh, okay. House
1: brush. A house fading brush. Okay, uh, but it was it was pretty thick stuff, huh?
7: Oh, was it? Thick? Okay. Yeah. okay. But it made a drip on those big beams. I saw some trips and I had a hard time standing it off. That stuff's tough. Oh, okay. I, I never got the the, the the double trip. it was, it was not a sixteenth but a thirty second thick, I I believe I really believe it's a thick. Oh, okay. But I love it. I love it. I've never been so happy with the product in a long, long time.
6: Fantastic. I
7: tried I tried, tried some of that, that uh deck wash Johnson, whatever it is. Uh-huh. I, I didn't not on this deck, I tried it on something else. I didn't like it at all. But I love this stuff. It's it's I think it's pretty well popular.
1: All right, come on, Larry. You do work for Rust-Oleum, right?
7: <laughs> no, I'm <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, I'm not sure it's Rust-Oleum,
1: but, okay, okay. but
7: if you ask for some uh, uh, non-slip protect, uh, paint, uh I, I imagine most uh, building supply places would have it.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, Larry. Uh, thanks a lot. You bet. <laughs> That's fantastic. I've uh, got an email here, Dell It says, hey, guys, I'm moving into a trailer has uh, that has had its ductwork tore and ripped by dogs rodents going in and out from underneath it. That obviously needs to be repaired, and I wanted to know if there was something I should do beforehand to get ready to go under there. I don't want anyone getting bit by snakes or anything else that may be under there. Any advice is appreciated. Oh, uh, wow. Uh under homes, even mobile homes, is a spooky place. It's always spooky. Yeah. Uh, and I, there are critters under there. <laughs> There's not much you can do about the, the critters.
2: The thing I've learned um, going under is um, lights, you know. Lots of light. Yeah. Put the light on them. Uh-huh. And uh, if 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 it's any kind of, um, you know, uh, insects, anything's out of any infestation or something, just throw... Um, some of those bombs under there and bomb it oh, yeah. out. Bomb you know. it out. That's a good idea.
1: And that kind of um, would move in a little yeah, stuff. If you, if you if you bomb the, uh, the, the bugs out from under there, mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, if you go up under there and there's a, a, a four legged critter under there, they should take off, or even snakes. They don't want to be around you. Yeah, the light, um, kind of shine the light on them. And, uh-huh. They getting all the um, raccoons, possums, but this is uh, Megan, Yeah, Megan sent this. Megan, please be careful. That's mm-hmm. a that's a kind of a dangerous place to be. Um, yes. And and but that's a that's a good idea. Go ahead and bomb it with one yes. of those uh, fogger type things. Yes. There you go. Okay. This coming from the pro, so there you go, Megan. All right, let's go to Linda in Port Gibson. He's got a problem with the toilet. Uh, Linda, are you with us? Yes, I am. So what's going on with this uh, toilet?
8: Yes, uh, Sunday, uh, I got up at church, and uh kind of embarrassing. I went to flush the commode, and the dog that's outside the commode, it mm-hmm. just jingled this, this loose. So I have to take the tube off, I mean the, the top off, and uh, I can't find the little chain that goes to the uh, whatever the device is to actually flush the commode. Mm-hmm. I have to actually lift up the, the flap thing.
1: Oh, you have to I, lift up put, the flapper?
8: Yes, I have looked up, I have low vision. i felt and I've looked all over the commode. Mm-hmm. I, I mean the tank part and I can't find it.
1: So it's not hanging from the little bar, the little arm?
8: No, uh, it's not. In fact, there's a uh, there's or like a piece of plastic or
1: something? Yeah. Wow. The thing. She might have the plastic kind. Yeah, if you've got the plastic kind, uh, first of all, one of the things to know about the plastic kind is you might not need to be feeling at the bottom of the tank, but uh, closer to the top of the tank, because a lot of times those plastic chains float. Um, and they don't go to the bottom. It's the metal chains that go to the bottom. It could have got flushed. Yeah, it could have. It could have gotten flushed. Um, but it's it's a simple fix. Um, yeah, even Linda, I will say that this is luckily a very cheap fix. Uh, literally, this is a, a, a possibly a seven dollar fix if if you can if you can do this or if you have a friend that might be able to help you do this. Um, it's not difficult. They sell all of these parts. And you don't have to buy just that little chain. You could buy the entire kit. They're extremely inexpensive, and you can completely change how that toilet works. Oh. And and, and make it as good as new, you know, uh, within, within uh, say, 30 minutes, you know?
6: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, if you'll look, I think, uh, and I'll go ahead and give you a, a brand name here, Fluid Master is one that uh, a lot of folks use. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually in a red and green box, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but you'll see them and they sell them by the, by the pallet load at, at any of your local hardware stores or uh, even your big box stores sell these because so many people have to use them because it's a very flawed system. Uh, they're
2: always breaking um, heavy yeah. hands and, and just thinking about it being immersed in water all the time. Um, so, right.
8: will I have to remove? The, the old one and replaced it with the new
1: uh, device? Yes, ma'am. Yes. And, it, and it will help a lot, though, because what you get on this is new rubber. So uh, the old flapper that you have at the bottom of that tank might be a little uh, rotted out. Uh, yeah. It stops leaks. It stops, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of good reasons to replace the inner workings of the tank of a toilet. Okay. And it's very cheap. All right. I'm like talking seven to fifteen bucks. Yeah, so.
8: better than getting a, a plumber.
1: Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the t- that's a
2: plumber's job, but I'm sure um, he's gonna
8: charge about a hundred dollars just to come in the
2: house. Oh, um, yes. Do you, do you have um <laughs> kids, a nephew, a, a friend, church yeah.
6: member?
8: <laughs> I will get somebody to help me.
6: There you go. I get
8: a friend or somebody to help me because yeah. I don't have that much money to be giving a plumber. No. To come in
1: the house. Right. All right. Thank you, Linda. That seems to be the way to go. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Got an email here. Uh, Jonas, do we need to go to break or am I going to do my email? Okay. Uh, Here we go. Is there a paint to repaint gutters? Uh, If what and what is the process of how tedious it is? Uh, What can you do about window condensation? I have four windows that are condensating. Let's get on the gutters first. Are they plastic or metal? Um if they're if they're plastic, it is what it is. Yeah. If they're if they're metal, they actually sell a gutter paint yes. if you want to go that far. Uh, Dell? And
2: and if you um use the gutter paint or if you don't, you still wanna have a good clean surface. Um, maybe agitate that metal with uh steel wool or something to mm-hmm. make sure you get a good bun. Mm-hmm. And um, just always re- uh recommend um
1: a metal bunding paint for the gutters. Right. Something something also to take in mind is that you can take, say, like newspaper and you can put it behind, you know, gutters typically as much as you want them to be are not uh, are not so firmly attached to the side of the home that you can't slide a piece of paper back behind there. Yeah. So uh, so you can you can do that. You can slide a piece of paper back behind there and just paint. Yeah. You know? It's it's not it's not very difficult. Some piece of cardboard, either or. Yeah. And uh, you can keep it off of the shingles
2: as well by um, sliding some under there. Mm -hmm. And um, just kind of, you could even
1: go as far as to tape it off, but um, it'll give you a good good look. Right. Uh, And they actually sell, if you wanted to go ahead and pay for this, they actually sell gutter paint. So, you know, they make it. Anyway, all right, let's uh, take a real quick break here. Jonas, done okay? He's the boss, man. There we go. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what are the little fixes around your home you want to get done before the holidays? You can call us with your questions, comments, and just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. Leo and Scuba, don't go anywhere. We'll get to you coming up in here in just a moment. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at on. line dot or we'll be right back.
4: Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Coming up this week on MPB's At Issue, we preview the 2017 legislative session. Lawmakers will soon get back to work at the state capitol education, infrastructure, and the budget are expected to be at the top of the agenda. MPB political analysts, Democrat Brandon Jones and Republican Austin Barber, provide insight on the critical issues facing the state and how legislators handle them. Join us for Mississippi's only statewide television
0: news program at issue this Friday at 7.30 p.m. on MPB-TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at MPB Online. Dot org. Let's go straight back to the phone. I promised Leo we'd get to him. He's in scuba looking for a product called Rust Guy. Are you serious, Leo? Yeah. Uh, what is Rust Guy?
9: I, I'm, I'm asking. It, it's supposed to be uh, uh, some kind of stuff that stops rust, and you can paint over it. You don't have to sand it or
6: anything.
1: Really? Have you heard uh, of this, Dell? Sounds like a good primer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, do you know if it's uh, – have you seen – where did you uh, get this concept? Where did you see this?
9: Uh, I've seen it on – I was going through my telephone, and, you know, old cars. I got antique cars and all that kind of stuff. And it, this app came up said, Russ Guy. And I've been trying to pull it up, and where do you get it and all that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. I can't find
8: how to have
2: it. I, I, I um – I – to me, it sounds like a mechanic in the bottle, because um, in order to do it properly, it always involves a little
1: elbow grease, you know, I for that final look. Yeah, Leo, let me say that, you know, uh, rustguy.com, Jonas just told me, if rustguy.com, if you have a computer. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't see how the, the the science works on that. If you have rust on metal, and you go to paint it with anything, that doesn't stop the rust. Um, okay. it, 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 you know, if you have rust on metal and you paint over it, the rust is still there. It doesn't right. take rust away. Um, Might have some metal bonding in it to um, re-
2: resurface the area where you can um, finish it. So, so it's a false avatar. All right, Jonas, no, what do you see? You're looking it.
1: at it. You seeing anything on that product? Seems to be some type of a chemical that doesn't necessarily get rid of rust, but it's supposed to prevent it. Oh, okay. Oh, beforehand, like prevent a zinc Rust. Well, preventing rust. Uh, Leo. Yes. The the stuff that prevents rust is called paint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nothing <laughs> okay. new, really. Uh, <laughs> but, all right. Uh, all right. I appreciate it, but do uh, check it out. It's uh, it was uh, rustguy. dot I think is what uh, Jonas said. So
9: Okay. Thank you. I love right. your show.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right, let's keep moving on. Let's go to, uh, I'll have to have you tell me what your name is. It's in Meridian. I'm sorry, what is your name? Delane. 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 Oh, there we go, Delane. Okay. Uh-huh. Delane, okay, you're one them to replace the toilet?
10: Uh Yes. And um, are all the bases of the new toilets the same as the old, like, Kohler toilets?
1: You, what do you mean by base?
10: The, the part is. Touches the floor, the uh, bottom of the on the on the floor.
1: They do have some different shapes now, um, but there is a standard size base. So uh, you're worried about if you take a toilet up off the floor, if you put a new one down, if it'll cover that same hole. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm worried about. Dell.
2: It should, um, long as the toilet is not smaller, I would say, you right. know, because basically now people want um, a higher fit, and they look all the same, I promise. But there are uh-huh. just a few dimensions, but the uh, actual drain work is universal, where everything will line up and fit the same. Yeah.
8: Okay. But so if right. your
2: rugs or floors are not all the way um, completely to the flinch, then it could be some differential. Right. Okay. Uh, okay.
10: And uh, let me ask you this too. Mm-hmm. uh we, we have had color toilets for about thirty years, but we've had a lot of trouble with the, the flap things inside yep. and all that and different deals. Uh but um there's a new type that uh Southern Pipe carries that um like it starts with the letter V. Mm-hmm. And um I I don't know whether you're familiar with, with that type of toilet, but um I I um, wanted to say, were
3: as good as the Kohler.
1: Well, I can say this: the 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 genius of the the toilet is is gravity. That's the real genius, and the, all all the inner workings of a tank is 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 stopping water from going down. That's all it is. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh-huh. then when you push the lever or push the button now on a lot of toilets, uh, it removes that uh, that stopper. That's all it does. And for some reason, that is a very imperfect system. And like uh, it hasn't changed. Yeah. And and, and, and like Dell said earlier, it sits in water 24-7, you know, for years uh-huh. at a time. And eventually all of these systems break down. But I've not seen one yet that is uh, not as good as the other. One of the ones I am kind of curious about is the toilets that have the half flush and the flush. You follow me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Let, me,
10: let me tell you this. My daughter in Montana uh, is renting a house that has a, a commode in the back of it. There's this is little round silver ball. You pull up, I guess it's got a rod on it. You pull the ball up and the water goes down.
6: Oh.
10: And I've never seen one around here.
2: Wow. Uh, well, that's, you well know. they have different uh, brands of the same toilet. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. like you said, the flushing system. Mm-hmm. As, as long as it's
1: working, that's that's what you want it to do. If uh, okay. if you ever want to figure this out and uh, have a little bit of fun with this, uh, Google the name Thomas Crapper. Yes, I'm serious. They got some self-cleaning and, and everything. That, <laughs> is, that is the name of the inventor of the toilet. Uh, what
3: is his name? Thomas, Thomas. Crapper. Okay. <laughs> Crapper. Crapper. Oh, God.
1: C-R-A-P-P-E-R. Crapper. Okay, all right. (laughs) I know it sounds like a joke, but I swear that's that's real. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's move on to uh, Mary and Jackson with a question about high-gloss paint. Are you with us, Mary?
10: Yes, yes.
1: So what's the deal with this paint? Hello, Mary.
10: Hello,
1: hello. Hello, Mary. How are you?
10: Hello, can you hear me?
1: Uh, we can absolutely hear you, Mary. What's oh, up? Oh, okay.
10: Yeah. Uh, do they not make real high gloss paint anymore? I got some high gloss paint, and it's kind of glossy, but not high gloss. Who made it? I don't know. It was something, uh, Sharon Williams or one of those big names. Huh.
0: Uh,
1: they do make high, high gloss paint. Um, and very high gloss. Yes, it, it, some of it Where looks can like you find water. It? <laughs> Um, they no. should have it um at your local
2: uh, paint store wherever you bought that at um it might have been a miscommunication. Well, I went
3: to one of those big box stores, which is the only thing there is much.
2: I'm well, saying they all have it, and it's
1: called very, very high gloss. Mary, you know? you're in, you're in Jackson. Uh huh. Uh, there are several, and let me say this: if if you are particular about your paint, uh huh, don't man, they're going to hate me for saying this. Don't do the big box stores. Uh, well, I try not to. Yeah, you think about the. Uh, but, but go to, if you're particular about your paint, go to a uh-huh. paint store. Um, they and, should make sure what, that what paint are is satisfactory, satisfactory for you. What are you some leave. of the names, Dell?
2: Uh, Around here? Um, obviously, you got Sherwin Williams. Yeah, we got you know. Sherwin Williams. We have uh, Farrell
1: Calhoun. Farrell Calhoun. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, the uh-huh. okay. uh, Pope's, uh, Gibson's. But, but yeah if you'll look oh, okay good. yeah if you'll look in your phone book or google it whatever but look for a paint store and say hey i want this to shine and i bet you they'll make you they'll mix you up something that you'll love but out of my experience um Sharon williams you
2: look back they paint if you're not satisfied, you should be able to take it back i mean i wouldn't have left the store with it but definitely um take it back to show the results yeah i don't um, want satin I yeah, I you see want my gloss. high gloss, yep. very yeah. high gloss is what you want to
1: uh, ask for, right. and and see if they can uh, remix that for you. All right, thanks, Mary. We appreciate it. Let's go to Marsha, and Jackson. Has thank a you. thank you. We have a wobbly ceiling fan. That is the mm-hmm. most annoying thing, though. Marcia, are you with us?
10: Uh, yeah, I'm here.
1: So, what's going on with the ceiling fan?
10: Well, my ceiling fan, all right, um, it's it's the ceiling fan that, uh, that also has a light fixture attached to it, mm-hmm. and it wobbles. It rocks back and forth, and it goes click, click, you know, okay. kind of <laughs> I don't know, and, and it's in a bedroom, and, of course, the click, click keeps you up all night. But anyway, right. um, is it's not an extreme wobble, but it does rock back and forth. Is there a way to cut that out?
1: Absolutely. Oh. Okay, good. Uh good. You ready? Uh, 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 yep. Do you carry a purse, Marcia? Yeah. Okay, do you uh, keep a quarter in that purse?
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, bring that quarter out and find yourself some scotch tape. uh uh-huh. Clean off the top of the ceiling fan blades, the top of the blades. You get me?
6: Yeah.
1: All right, the yeah. ones the ones that are facing the ceiling, you know? All right. Uh, that side, the top of them. Then, uh, to figure this out... You can do it trial by fire, which is you take that quarter and you tape it to the very edge of the top of the ceiling fan blade. What you've done is you change the weight. Gotcha. Eventually, once you get it on the right blade, it'll, it, it'll chill out. Yeah, it'll it'll stop wagging around like that. What do you think, Dell? That is
2: uh, the case if you don't want to buy the um, balances for that. Yeah, they, they they do make a little kit to balance it out. You know. But, okay. And, and, and there are different cases in and, and different uh, ways to fix it. I would say uh, not uh, seeing it. Sometimes people have put a ceiling fan on a light fixture that was uh, not uh, secure enough for a ceiling
1: fan. So yeah, the whole, re- Yeah, I replaced
2: the
3: ceiling
1: fan with a ceiling fan. So. Okay. So it should have been, the mount should have been a ceiling fan mount that will hold the weight of a yeah, ceiling and fan. It properly. should
2: have a ceiling fan mount or um, a 2x4 something there to mount. Right. to make sure it's solid. And like I said, okay. once again, I don't know if it was secure enough to the top, but sometimes the right. balancer do it, or if not, you have to uh, take the whole fan down mm-hmm. and make sure that it's mounted um, correctly mm-hmm. and uh, everything is secure up there. Because if anything is moving, mm-hmm. then, you know, your fan is going to dance. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, I,
3: you know, I always envision...
2: The ceiling fan falling down on you. Oh no! Right. That's no, 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 no. what I said. Yeah, Need to be secure <laughs> while
1: it's spinning.
3: You know?
1: Right, right. Well, go ahead and try your quarter first.
5: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, that'll keep cheapest, right. Okay. If it costs me a quarter, I'll love y'all forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, Marcia. <laughs> All right, let's go that's to uh, right. Let's go to uh, Frank and Jackson. He's got a comment on uh, a rust control product. Frank, are you with us? Yes. Yes. What's going on, man?
4: A couple of things. That works under the disadvantage of being an engineer.
1: Uh-huh. And that just means wobble. you overthink everything?
4: No, I think. Simply <laughs> wobble. Why add weight to something where no weight has been added? The problem is that the angle on the fins on the fan have been changed, bumped or whatever. Get on a ladder, uh-huh. pick a edge on each fan, uh-huh. and measure the distance to the floor. On each fan blade, you can bend those suckers very easily. Get the same distance from the floor on each one of those tips that you measure from, and that'll take care of your wobble. Wow! Stuff about adding weights and stuff.
1: That's awesome, Frank.
4: Makes sense. Number two, space age technology. Mm -hmm. Product called Rust Grip, been used for 50 years. Uh huh. You come in, you wipe it down, and you paint it. Uh huh. And it seals the rust, gives you a paint finish, and insulates the pipe. Very expensive. It's used in commercial applications. Oh. So um, I'm pretty sure eventually someone, once this guy's patent runs out, somebody's going to go ahead and come up with a... Um,
1: a cheaper alternative?
4: way to do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like $150 a gallon. Like, well,
1: I've worked with the rust removers and and everything else, but whenever there's metal around... The the um, the the uh, hundreds of year old alternative to rust is paint. You know, whenever whenever there's metal, paint it before it really gets too much exposure, and you should be good.
4: Well, no, the old model is what you're talking about. They have these industrial plants that shut down for six weeks. They go in and sandblast uh-huh. all of these pipes, and they put their regular paint, whatever epoxy paint they want to put on it, right. Then they come back and put an insulation jacket on it. Right. That has a, It's an aluminum jacket. Mm-hmm. This product eliminates all of that. Oh wow. For 50 years, it's space age, space shuttle technology, but it is expensive.
1: What's it called again, Frank?
4: Rust grip.
1: Rust grip, like G R I P.
4: Right. Superior products manufactured, I believe, in Iowa.
1: Oh, okay. Cool.
4: Yeah. 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 All right. And that the sounds great. Thing is uh, on these toilets. Uh-huh. The new toilets are much, much better than those toilets that will accept those uh, repair kits.
1: Yeah, like the Fluid Master kits?
4: Yeah, yeah. Right. And if you've got to do that, you, you're in trouble. The new technology is so much better, so much so much simpler, and uh, it's, it's definitely the way to go. Okay. At least caulking. Biggest mistake people make in caulking is you put too much in. Put a thin bead on the caulking. And don't make the hole too big. That's the second thing people do wrong. They
1: mm-hmm. make the hole too big. The whole, now, now, what he's talking about is the hole on the tip of the caulk. Yeah, small is better. Yeah,
4: right, right. Yep. And most people will go in there and put a uh, Lord have mercy, a hanger, a wire hanger. <laughs> to do that. That oh, hole is too big. Right. That hole is too big. And then purchase, like Dale talked about, one of these plastic. You get a kit with about three or four attachments. Right. Yeah. There's a neoprene, silicone, whatever, and just go ahead and do that, and you don't have to have the plastic bag on your hand. Oh, and man. you put your finger on caulk, you've made a problem.
1: <laughs> I don't waste <laughs> caulk like that. I believe in using all of the tube, All the tube so, All right. All right. Small Small appreciate it, Frank. we got a couple of other calls to get to. I appreciate all the tips, man. All right. Let's go to uh, Bob in Mobile is uh, trying to repair a toilet flange. Are you, are you with us, Bob? Yes, I am. So what do you got going on?
9: Okay, I have a toilet flange that's rusted out on my. I have a concrete slab, mm-hmm. and uh, I've had a few plumbers come in and they generally do a half-ass job. They keep trying to put in a PVC insert, and that doesn't work. The last guy, he uh, he put in, I guess, uh, a semicircle, two little uh, maybe quarter of a circle, um, metal pieces, and then he uh, screwed them into the grout. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to know how to get a permanent fix of that concrete of the uh, the flange. In the uh, the concrete, um, what do they do? How do they fix it? Uh,
1: that's that's a fantastic question, Bob. And you know, you can buy a flange. Like once you cut out the previous flange, okay.
9: And how do you do that? How do you cut it out with a torch? Uh, uh,
1: let's see. What uh, yours is a metal flange. Yes. Okay.
9: It's iron, it must be. It's rotted. It's rusted out.
1: Well, I mean, uh, 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 Dell.
2: A metal flange um, going to what type of drain pipe is that? I I wanna say it's a three inch. Three inch uh, cast iron or, or... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean do we have to
9: ch- take out all the all the do we get in there with a jackhammer and jack it out and then torque cut it if off? If you still
2: and... got a good bell housing work and uh connect, I would yeah, say um uh, use um the paint I mean the conquer I mean the trick, which would be upgrade, um uh, get you a metal flinch that has that uh rubber boot, um kind of Downspout, uh-huh. so it can, um, everything it is top. going down. Yeah, it's just going to snug fit. Right. Um, unless, I, I mean, I would have to see it in detail, but just trying to describe, it basically it's supposed to just lock into each other, even if you went with another, um, even the PVC is not bad to right. just. Lock in? Yeah, because you got a gravity flow. Um, yeah, but if you can't uh, get any work room there, you might have to chisel that out and reset it. Right, and you, you know, can you can saw that metal or uh cut it with a torch, but uh I believe you'll be okay if you um put your a new flinch down with the uh like an insert, yeah, insert a yeah. uh, cap on it mm-hmm. and use some concrete um screws or drill bits and drill you some um some anchor holes where you can uh, just screw the flinch down mm-hmm. and bolt your toilet back down. Because everything okay. is going down from that point, right? Unless it's um, a danger of, of, of not connecting good. You no,
9: know, I have uh, a real short tool care question for you. Really short. Okay. My father, my father passed away last Saturday, and I'm going to grab his drill press, mm-hmm. his table saw, and his uh, uh, miter saw. Uh, they've been sitting idle for a little while. Do you have any tips for uh, uh, a little bit of? Uh, maintenance on
1: them. Keep oil. them clean and greased? Oil, oil them up. Yes. Yep. Oil them up. Oil them up. Right. Yeah, right. don't don't even try turning it on before yeah. you apply WD some 40 oil. 40 and oil everything. Yeah. Right. Got it. Got it. Cool. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, real quick, let's go to Marlou and Jackson's got a comment about where she buys her paint. We were talking about paint earlier. What's going on, Marlou?
10: Good, good morning. So I wanted to say that my favorite place to buy paint is Rebel Ace
1: Hardware. Okay. okay. Yeah, that works. I,
10: yeah they have wonderful service there you get waited on very well and mm-hmm. I had some customized paint made mm-hmm. to paint my front door which is wood, and I just love it and I'm looking forward to painting it well that's and the, I want that's to the say true. happy Thanksgiving to all your listening
1: area Oh well, thank you, Marley. We appreciate that. I will say that if you anywhere you go where the person who is mixing up your paint or putting your paint together mm-hmm. Uh, has worked with paint for more than fifteen days. We, you know, that's a that's a good thing. I mean, you really do want a pro on your I paint.
6: I
10: did have a pro this this gentleman. That's what he does at Rebel Ace. That's my favorite place to buy mm-hmm. most things, and I want to recommend them highly. Hi, hi, Larry. Bye, bye.
1: Okay, <laughs> Larry got his props for the day. <laughs> bye, bye. Appreciate it, Marlowe. Uh, talking about the small things today has been a fantastic day. This is, uh, this is crazy. A couple of the, uh, other tips. Real quick, what can you do about picture holes in the walls? What's the best and quickest way to fill these? They sell this, this little kit. If you want to do this before the holidays, and if it's just a nail hole, it won't make a big impression. So you don't necessarily have to do a lot of paint and that sort of thing around it. So anyway, take a look for that, uh, at your, uh, at your hardware store. All right, folks. Well, that about covers it for us. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Delmore and the absent Jeff Jeff Sammons of Houseworks today, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sherita Brent, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.